Well, hello everyone and welcome to Gigi and the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Thanks for being with me at my podcast today. Pull up that chair or if you're driving, be careful. Listen in. I have some things to chat about today. I'm going to be talking about libations a little bit, movies, streaming shows, all kinds of stuff. So do not leave me. Stay with me. Stick around. First thing I want to talk about is something really stupid that I observed. It was this whole big thing on Instagram about how to fold a fitted sheet. How many conversations do we need to have about properly folding a fitted sheet? I mean, and it looked really great and was really, you know, uh, tiny when they finished with it. My mom could fold fitted sheets, never made a big thing out of it, just, you know, stuck the corners in, folded them over, and, and that was it. But now it's a huge deal every other week about how to fold a fitted sheet. So I'm not, I don't worry about it. You know what? I fold them the best I can, but stupid, stupid, stupid. Oh, guess what? I went vintage shopping. I went thrifting actually today. Um, I had a very busy morning, but then the afternoon came and I thought, eh, before it gets really late in the afternoon, on a lazy Monday afternoon, I think I'll just go for a ride. Well, funny how those, <laughs> those just going to go for a spin in my car, a little two-seater car. Um, just alone time with my music kind of thing. I'm, I'm thrifting, next thing you know. I usually look for dishware. I never find it. Actually, I did find the Friendly Village whole set for a really, really good price. It's uh, Johnson Brothers, and I have some pieces of it because I inherited it. But the Friendly Village um, is a, a kind of a more somber kind of color. Um, but it's still really pretty. I treasure it because of the person it came from. But And the price was like $100. Unbelievable. Unbelievable price. But I have no room. And people who know me well know that to be the, the case. I already have so many wonderful, wonderful dishes and dishware. So, But what I did find... Oh, listen... Um, you have to pause through at a thrift store. You have to know what you're looking for. You have to, you have to, for me, I can't shop in a crowd. So if places are really crowded, I tend to mm, not be as thorough as I would and kind of leave. But the thrift store was not crowded. And what happens here, you have uh, a lot of people both that live here and they come and go and they, they people that pass away. There's a lot of, of, of stuff. It sounds sad and terrible um, for the thrift store. So you can find sometimes really good stuff. Some, not always. Um, but also, you know, not people necessarily from the States or anything. There are just people that donate. I donate. I don't, I've almost purchased some of my stuff back even. Um, I found a beautiful vintage Albert Nippon, uh, like an evening jacket. It's uh, long. It it comes down below my hips. Has beautiful buttons. Absolutely gorgeous detailing. It's black with gold threading. Like uh, it's beautiful, and I got it for an unbelievable price. It was so much fun. So. Um, Go thrifting. Let me know. Let me know how it how it works out for you. Gary and I have done a lot of streaming through COVID. I've talked about it. I do talk about it a lot. 
Um, recently, as you already know, we watched Pam and Tommy. I recommend that. I do. Don't be judgmental. Watch it because you could be surprised what you find out. I was also very surprised when we watched the one about Victoria's Secret and Les Wexler. Now, having lived in Columbus, Ohio, where the Limited is headquartered, I, I was very curious to see all the um, ties, all of them talking about, all the talking they did about Columbus, Ohio. Um, because things are, are anchored there, such as DSW Shoe Warehouse, the shopping can be really fantastic. But the thing I had no idea about was um, the person, uh, the owner of, of all of that. And it's. Uh, I also recommend watching it, um, the the uh, piece on Victoria's Secret, because I w- by the end, I was uh, amazed at what I did not know. So watch it and then let me know what you think. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit <laughs> about favorite movies that would be on your top five or our top 10 list. Uh, Gary and I sort of got into that conversation yesterday about the greatest movie ever made. You know, um, what would it be? The reason for that is we watched The Offer, which was about the making of The Godfather. Then we re-watched The Godfather and over brunch. That became our conversation. Do you feel The Godfather is the best film ever made? And it is so subjective as to the the greatest film. Many people say, many people, many film uh, institutions put Citizen Kane at the top of that. If you've never seen it, watch it um, because it is a masterpiece and you may not understand it uh, and why it is when you're watching it. But later, you will be able to probably give it more thought as to why, at the time it was made, Citizen Kane is a masterpiece. Gary and I decided we would put some some lists together. I put Casablanca on mine, and Gary put Seven Days in May. Both of us like both of those movies. Um, they both have political tones to them, of course. It's us. Seven Days in May, though, is an absolutely brilliant film. Both of these films are in black and white. They're classics. Seven Days in May stars uh, Burt Lancaster and Kirk Douglas and a, a ton of other character actors that are, they bring their A-game to that film. That film is very timely right now in light of January 6th, what happened in this country on January 6th. It's very, very timely. The screenplay, the acting, it is absolute brilliance. Give it a give it a chance. Even if you're not politically, if you like rom-coms the most, still give that a watch. The, the amazing Ava Gardner is, is in that. A small but pivotal role that she plays in that film. For me, Casablanca, because of everything about it, um, I... Never get tired of, of watching Casablanca. I I think it, again, is also still timely. I, I really, uh, I, I just, um, 
I think there are some films that are ahead of their time, are for whatever reason they they remain watchable. They hold up. They hold up really well. There are many films that do not. They they really do not hold up. Um, one thing I found interesting today in just kind of gleaning through and going through and just kind of perusing and, and looking at stuff. Um, we Another show we watched was The Old Man. It's a series we watched that we, we binged on the first series. How can you go wrong with Jeff Bridges uh, and John Lithgow? How can you go wrong? Um, maybe a little slow for you in the beginning, but if you watch it, stay with it because there will be another season to it. And you'll know why when you watch it all the way through. There has to be another season. But what I was I ran across today was really kind of fun because it's about cocktails that remain popular today because of film. Try you know, tying in to this whole what what I'm talking about, film and and so forth. Uh so I'm gonna read you some of these the top ones. It's a fairly small there's a few here, but Hang with me. Some of these are at the top of my list. The number one is from my movie, um, Gary's movie, Seven Days in May. Didn't make the list. Mine did. Casablanca. The the cocktail in that I was unaware of until I read this. The, this film made the French 75, one of my favorite cocktails, and Gary makes it so beautifully. It it uh, it brought that it brought fame to the French 75 through Casablanca. Casino Royale, Vesper Martini, The Big Lebowski, everybody knows the White Russian, Groundhog Day, Sweet Vermouth, Rocks with a Twist. Not a fan of Vermouth. Sex in the City, of course, Cosmopolitan, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Singapore Sling. Now, when I was very young, my sister was older than I, and uh. She, and I never heard of Singapore Sling, and she was a working girl and out with her friends and stuff, and they would talk about having a Singapore Sling, and I thought that was so cool. You don't hear about that very much anymore, but that's how I know about that, and it made me smile to see that. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Bloody Mary, Boogie Nights, Margarita, not so much a fan of that. Uh, tequila and I don't always get along so well. But those are the cocktails that sort of came to fame, or awareness anyway, uh, because of movies. And uh, movies bring a lot of things to to the fore, uh, brings it into our consciousness. Now, social media does that. I don't know. I am not going to talk about this to any great extent. There are things on TikTok that are fun. They're they're educational. There are recipes um, that friends share with me. Uh, you know, point me in the direction of this is a a good recipe. Uh, take a look at it, or it may be something you know of the political nature on on TikTok. Um, but but social media in general can also spread misinformation and things that can be harmful, actually, especially for young young people. Um, I think young people should not be on TikTok, particularly if you're 
preteen, not even in the teens. Uh, I don't think that uh, there's just too much stuff out there. Uh, too many people that lurk and lure people in. I, I'm, I don't have a, a young one, so um, it's not for me to, to judge other people, but that's just my opinion because it's a, it's a vast, dark web out there, uh, or it certainly can be. But this misinformation thing that just keeps going on and on. Uh, if you haven't heard of, you know, how to get your man, how to get a date, how to how to get a little something-something, uh, the latest thing is vabbing, V-A-B-B-I-N-G. I am not going into detail of that because I think it's incredibly stupid, unhygienic, disgusting, and just downright stupid. I mean, it's... Uh, let me just say, I will give you a, I will give you a hint about, hmm, has to do with uh, uh, how you would use perfume. I have several that I use. I have Prada, I have Chanel, and uh, I have Gucci. Those are the fragrances that I rotate through. Um, you know, soap and water. You know, uh, being shampoos, things like that, Steve Bannon could, could use. Uh, so I think to, to latch on to this latest craze is a, kind of a kind of a stinky situation in my opinion. And that's all I will say about that stupid, stupidness. Um, and besides that, um, I saw a post on TikTok where this woman, very attractive young woman, and she was talking about how she had been showing off her uh, kitchen remodel. Actually, this was on Instagram. Um, it's kind of like uh, Jennifer Lopez and... Uh, Ben Affleck right now, they're honeymooning and they are being photographed every step of the way. Now, they're celebrities. They probably like it. They probably call the photographers. But still, I think I think there's just so much overkill in not only way too many, <laughs> you know, photos being taken when people should have some privacy, but when you share stuff as well. It's almost like if you can't say something nice, just bypass it, unless it's something that really needs a statement on, where they're calling for statements. But if someone is sharing their joy, why do you want to kill it? And that's what she was saying. She was, she be, she felt unhappy suddenly about this kitchen renovation she and her husband had done, and they were really happy, and they wanted to share it with people and. And suddenly, she was inundated with really harsh comments and harsh criticism of what they had done. Now, listen, people, um, do what you want, whether it's ha having to do with clothing, your, your decor, whatever it is. I am way over people, oh, dress your age, uh, you know, do this, do that, because society tells you to do that uh, well no not really you know and uh, i think people should pretty much butt out now i get that you're setting yourself up 
when you put stuff out there on social media. But here's what she came back and said. And I thought it was really very, very smart of her to say it. How about we think about not killing the joy for each other on social media? And that was all she said. That was the end of it. And I, I thought, yeah, yeah, why don't we not do that? Why don't we stop killing the joy? Why don't we stop telling people how to live their lives, how to dress, how to decorate their homes, how to renovate their kitchens? Why don't we just stop killing the joy? I like that very much. What I also liked is something I did not know back on cocktails. If you're in a bar, have you ever heard of asking the bartender for an angel shot? There are different types of them. Let me know. I'm going to be talking about that with a favorite bartender, hopefully this week. I want her take on it. The angel shot, of which there are many. Thank you for being here with me. Really appreciate it. Be sure and go back and listen to my podcast with Peter Canego. Such a fun, fun podcast. He is a brilliant down-to-earth maritime historian, but he's also everywhere. He is he pops up in the net, in the Netflix uh, documentary on Sparks. Really a fun documentary to watch about these these two brothers uh, and their music and how it evolved and is still evolving. Please, please, please uh, do listen to my podcast though because. We talk about that. He is well known. He is very well known for what he does in the travel industry. But he is also, today he posted about this piece they did on him in California where he lives. He lives in Southern California about his home and how he brings things from dying ships into his home. Please do try to find that uh, if you need. His name is Peter. K-N-E-G-O, Peter Canego. So find that because it's really fascinating. And and I wouldn't be hyping him so much, except he's just a really nice guy. And I'm so happy that, that he gets the recognition for all of his hard work through a very long time of what he does. So again, Gary, now thank you. Please don't forget to visit us at NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Gary, G-E-R-R-Y, also writes for All Things Cruise. Check him out. Go see what he writes about there. These podcasts always rest on NorthPalmBeachLife.com as well as iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and many, many other platforms. You can always find these podcasts out there. Yes, GGN561. Just have to just put it, Google it, and that's it. Look for us on YouTube as well. Now, GGN561 has a channel on YouTube. So go find me and subscribe while you're there. Subscribe to the podcast too, people. Come on. Stay with me, you know. Um, Also, NorthPalmBeachLife.com has that channel on YouTube as well. My books are on Amazon, all of that. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. I'm Pam Barker. This is Gigi in the 561 podcast. Stay with me.